Welcome to the Next Gen Podcast presented by Church on the Move. Our goal is to equip our leaders to effectively reach the next generation. Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Gen Podcast, where our goal is to equip our leaders to effectively reach students and kids. My name's Sam Woods. Joining me in the studio this morning is Pastor Greg Scott. Hey, Pastor Greg, how you doing? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing well. I got to first off apologize for my congestion. It's, uh, it's going to be a little rough. So, <laughs> so smart. <laughs> um, so here's the deal. We're going to uh, have a, a pretty interesting conversation about winning. Now, Pastor Greg, I want to start by asking you this question. On a scale of 1 to 10, how competitive are you? About 5. Yeah, right. <laughs> More like 11. <laughs> Uh, I've heard you say, I don't play games I can't win. That's correct. That is correct. And um, so, yeah, you're very competitive. And here's the thing, man. Growing up playing basketball, I know you played uh, all kinds of sports, basketball, baseball, football, that stuff. Man, there's just there's a different kind of approach to the game when you know there's a scoreboard. Yes. If you're just kind of, you know, monkeying around, just playing just for fun or whatever, the, the level of competitiveness kind of goes down. But when you know that there's something on the line, that, that there's a win or a loss on the line, you play to win. You play differently. That's true of sports, of course, but I also think this is true in ministry settings. Um, within our particular context, what we're going to be talking about today is within small groups. We want to play to win, but how do you know if we're winning? And, uh, and so that's kind of what we want to talk about. And I just want to throw the, the first question to you, Pastor Greg, like for our small group leaders in all of our environments, from kids' uh, classrooms all the way up to student ministry, how can we know that, that we are winning in small groups? What's a healthy small group even look like? Well, Sam, one of the things that um, has to happen in a group, in a small group, is the leader has to be uh, ready. Yeah. The key component is it doesn't matter about the content of it if the leader is not prepared, yeah, ready uh, to engage those kids on a weekly basis. We are going to lose. That's right. Doesn't matter what other, you know, when you watch a baseball game, the Cubs and the Indians last night. Yeah, there's us runs, but there's also errors. Yeah, there's uh, at bats. They keep up with a lot of statistics that determine the score and small groups leaders help determine the score Mm. they're a major major component of that and one of the things that we have found out is that um, they have to show up yeah regularly I think um, uh, one of our statements is they have to be show up predictably yeah I think that's it yes and so what does that mean for us? I mean, you, you have student, you over our, oversee our students. Yep. What does that mean for a student uh, small group leader? Yeah, it means they show up every week predictably. Yeah. So that, like, I mean, the idea behind that statement is that our students should come on any given Wednesday or weekend experience in junior high and expect to see their small group leader. Absolutely. That's kind of, that's a win. Without question. It, they ha- the, the biggest win we're going to have is that a leader shows up predictably. Yep. There's some, um, I read an article last night from um, Lead Small, which is some things that we look at for, a book that we look at for small groups. And this is what a dad said about a, their small group leader. Small, small group leaders, thank you for showing up and impacting my family. Hmm. It's from a dad. 
Another dad said, small group leaders, you may not think you're that cool, but my kids think you're cool because you show up for them. The last one I think is the, probably my favorite. Yeah. If you are a small group leader for one of my children, your name has been spoken in my home. Wow. That's incredible. So the, 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 I guess the overarching principle with show up predictably is that consistency is key. And this is true of any relationship, not just a small group leader relationship to the student relationship or to a kid relationship. This is true of any relationship, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend to friend. Consistency has to be key, a key component to developing and cultivating that relationship. And I think the temptation, Pastor Greg, that a lot of leaders, uh, you know, probably wrestle with is, am I really making a difference? Will it really matter if I miss a week? And the answer, of course, is it will. It It does matter. So show up predictable. That's a good. Um, that's a good kind of measurable. Am yes. I am I showing up regularly? Yes. The issue is this: if if we can't show up regularly, we only get fifty two weeks. That's right. Fifty two moments a year with a kid. Yep. That is, if they are as Every consistent week. as we we should be. Right. So if we're asking a kid to show up predictably, and their leader does not show up predictably, we lose yep. because they know their leader doesn't care. Right. That's good. Now, let me ask you this. Are we saying you can never take a vacation? No. We want them to be with their family. You're actually a better small group leader if your family's first. That's right. And if you take time off. But it doesn't mean that you neglect Yep. Your small group. As a matter of fact, you should tell your small group when you're going to be gone. Hey, I'm going to be out of town next week. So-and-so is going to be here. Yep. That's why we try to pair people that's right. in groups so that you don't miss that. You know what that's great? What that does, too, that's really great, is it models for our students that family does come first. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. All right, so show up predictably. That's a, that's a good measurable that you can show up on a, on a scoreboard. Like, hey, we're winning if we show up predictably. Our students, our kids when they can expect that their small group leader is going to be there for them, yes. that's a win. Absolutely. All right, what's another, what's another win? We would say they need to show up mentally. Okay. Which basically means you are prepared. You have prepared yourself spiritually. You're focused. You've gone over our content. You know the questions we're going to ask. And you're not just reading off a script. Right. Where you actually have digested the content to some degree. Yep. And you're ready for your kids. Yes. You even know your kids. That's good. Spiritual, where are they? Yeah. On a spiritual scale, where are these kids? What struggles are they having? Yeah. And if your kids haven't shared anything with you privately, hmm. I, I don't know that you have connected mentally. Wow. And, and you know, honestly, if our, if our kind of our mantra, move them one step forward, right, how can you move them one step forward if you don't know where they're currently at? Yeah, you can. It's, it's impossible if you don't show up mentally for these kids. That means that you're not thinking about a ball game, that you're, especially when you're working with middle school students, if you want to be their buddy and their friend forever, you're never going to have a great small group. That's right. Because you can't challenge them. Yeah. There's not enough challenge with you because you're not challenged. And truthfully, mo- many you could be a small group leader and not even be prepared spiritually hmm. for your group. Yeah. And that's why mental... The mentality you have to have when you walk into a group is, I've got this. Yep. I can be trusted. I know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, get coaching. Yep. 
that's the, that's, I mean, you have to show up mentally. That's right. And, um, you know, for me personally, years and years ago when I was volunteering at 180, you know, I had a, a nine-to-five job just like many of our current volunteers. And, I, you know, I, it wasn't uncommon that I would have a stressful day, you know, something going, going wrong in the, in the office or with my boss. There's some friction or tension there. And then I had to, on the, on the drive from work to uh, Team 180, the bus stop that I mm-hmm. uh, helped to, to oversee, um, man, I had to, there were a lot of days where I did not feel like going, did not feel like doing it, but I knew that if I didn't go in with the right mentality and be prepared for these students, um, man, that it would hinder the relationship. Yes. Uh, they know when you're there. Absolutely. They also know when you're not there. Yes. You actually lose control of your group if you're not ready mentally. Yep. Because you'll just allow a lot of things to happen because you're not ready. Yep. You don't know how, what to say. You don't know how. I mean, middle school boys can be a challenge Oh yeah. in and of itself. Yep. You have to be on your game. And mentally, you have to be prepared for that. Now, you've been doing ministry a long time, Pastor Greg. How I'm sure you've had, you know, kind of rough days or whatever, or, or times when you're about to take the stage and communicate, or times when you're about to uh, engage a group of students or kids or adults or whatever, and you've got this major thing going on in your life. What are some practical tips that we could share with our leaders on how to shelve that for a moment so that you can be the most effective and show up 100% mentally prepared and ready for what you're about to do? Well, what I t- tend to do is, if, and, and it can happen, you're dealing with a major issue, even in the church, uh, that's really got your engines revved up pretty yeah. high. You know, you're ready to, you're a little angry, maybe, yeah. frustrated, maybe. That can bleed over. Yep. And I've had it happen before. I mean, it has actually bled over into mm. the way I communicate. Um, one of the things, the only thing that I do is before I take the stage or before I engage a, a, a group or anyone, I'm going to go off to the side. Mm. Whether I kneel or whether I pace, whatever I do, I just, I, I, I say a real simple prayer. Mm. And all I say is, God, I give this time to you. Wow. It's not about me. This is about you and these kids. So I'm asking you to go out there with me. Wow, that's good. And I have to shelf this thing, cast all your cares upon the Lord. It's not always easy to do because your sure. mind's racing. Yeah. That's why mentally you have to be prepared. Yep. When your mind is racing and you're frustrated, it always bleeds over. Yep. And kids know that. The distractions that you sense in your group or you may be the cause of them. Hmm. Because you're just not ready. That's right. Or spiritual mature now. Yeah. Or maybe you are a mature believer, but you just simply are not ready that day because something else is going on. Now, I understand you may have a marriage issue that came up or whatever. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, it's game on. That's right. It's, it's okay. This is not about me. Hmm. So I give you this time. That's really good. I, I like the the idea of, just taking a brief moment. It doesn't even have to be super long. It's literally just get to the side for a second before you walk in your environment, before you walk in your class, maybe even the drive in and just center yourself for a second. Man, talk to Jesus yep. and say, God, this is this is your time. Help me to be focused and alert and aware and sensitive to the needs of our students. Because a lot of times our students are they're they're on the cusp of sharing some really difficult stuff that they're wrestling with. But if they sense that that we're not ready for that, 
they, they'll just hold it back. Even in a group context, you could. It's possible. If you went in with the right attitude, you could tell your group when you started, hey, you know what? I had a terrible day. Oh, wow, yeah. Just that you're real, that you're a human being that, yeah. that deals with stuff too. And here's, you know, some of this happened before I got here. How many of you have ever had anything like that happen? That's awesome. What a teachable moment, right? Oh, well, I mean, just be transparent. You're not yep. trying to be holy, but yep. I mean, I'm not saying you say every detail of your life or your marriage. Sure. But I am saying to say, you know what? I had a terrible day, guys. Yep. Listen, you think kids don't realize, hey, this guy's real. Yeah. This individual, this girl is, they just shared something. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I could share something. But you got to be willing to, you say it to, to, to engage the kid. That's right. Not to dump on the kid. Right. That's good. That's not ministry. No. When you go in and you dump on a kid or your group, that's not what we want. What we want is using that moment that you have to engage your kids. You know what? I had a terrible day today. Hmm. You guys pray for me, but don't go into detail because then those kids are not there to minister to you. Right. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being able to say something about your day and say, hey, anybody else had a, anybody ever have a bad day? Yep. And you have to come to small group. Anybody never wanted to come to your small group? <laughs> Yeah. Well, I've had that, but you know what? We're here, and we love each other, so we're going to talk. Man, that's good. Use it, but don't use it so they have to minister up. Yep. It's not what we want. That's right. So. Use it, don't abuse it. I like that. Terrible. That's good. All right, so a couple quick scoreboard recaps here. Show up predictably. Consistency is key. Show up mentally. Man, focus in on your few, the students, the kids that you're ministering to. Uh, and then we got one more we want to share with you. Once you once you go into the third uh, show up here, Pastor Greg, what what is the, the third one that they can do? They can show up randomly. Okay, which means that you need to know what your kids are, are in, uh, involved in, yeah. activity wise. Maybe it's a ball game, maybe it's a play, maybe it's a recital, piano recital, something that you know that your kids love to do that you can just show up at randomly. Yeah, you just sit up in the in the stands, cheer yep. them on. Say, hey, after it's over, hey, you did great. And you walk out. Yep. It doesn't mean you show up at uh, their home. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you show up and you take them somewhere because that's not what we're going to do. We don't want to be in any private situations like that. But it does mean that you can show your kids you care. Yep. Just by going to a game and saying, hey, I come just to see you. Yeah. I had that happen to my daughter, Jared, which used to be on our staff. You know, he's transitioning out and going to Boston to help. Uh, Pastor James Cruz uh, launched a church there. One of the things that he did for my daughter is he wanted her on our team, our mm-hmm. Kids on the Move team, and he would randomly show up at basketball games. Wow. Him and his wife, Ashley. Unbelievable. That's awesome. And he won her. Yep. It's just, and she's in ministry today. So it's a cool deal. Yep. Man, that's really awesome. That's that's all it is. It's not being, you know, I know you're busy, I understand that, but just pick times Yep. where you can go for 30 minutes and engage the kids and yep. their parents. You know, a really, a really practical thing, especially on the, you know, on the student ministry side of things where cell phones are, you know, students have them. Yep. You know, when you're in small group on a Wednesday night or on a weekend and you're taking prayer requests and some kid says, hey, I, man, I got this really big test coming up. Well, how cool is it that you would send a text the day before just to say, hey, thinking about you, praying about, you know, your test, you're going to do great. Little things like that make yep. such a huge impact in the, in the hearts and the minds and the lives of students and kids. So 
it's it's really you know showing up you know randomly is is kind of just taking some intentional time on the front end and thinking how can I show up randomly yes. in their life and it doesn't even necessarily mean physically speaking it could be a, a note card in the mail it, yeah, could, it could be, be. A, a text message to the group it's the spontaneous things that the kids remember yes you know you come and showing up here weekly which is predictable they we want you to do that because it it, it, it helps them trust you when you're spontaneous and randomly show up it says something bigger yeah than that yep it's a far deeper commitment than just showing up predictably here. That's right. It's a big, big deal to kids. Because ministry takes place not just in the hour that we have with them. It's it's all week long. No, that's exactly right. As a matter of fact, the, the Sunday, the Saturday or Sunday that you spend with them is only the catalyst for the change that needs to happen in their life. That's good. It is never. The, what's happening on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday yep. is more important than what happens on Sundays. That's right. Man, that's so good. Hopefully that was beneficial to you, uh, all you guys and gals that are serving in our kids' and students' environments. Man, I know that sometimes you get doing the doing, and and you can kind of forget, man, how do I know if I'm really winning or not? Well, these are three simple ways that you can, uh, you know, leverage and um, and put on the scoreboard. Show up predictably, show up mentally, and show up randomly. If you do those things, you will definitely be creating a healthy small group and winning at small group. Uh, culture here at Church on the Move, Kids on the Move 180. Thank you guys so much for serving. We love you. We appreciate you. And thanks for tuning in to the Next Gen Podcast. <laughs>